Okay, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Let's Chat with Carter. As always, I am here, but today we have a special guest. Would you love to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Darian Bernard. I'm an artist, I'm a singer here in LA. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to be here. Mm-hmm. He's happy to be here. I love that. So, give me a little bit about you that, I don't know. I like to tell people, what would you say on your funeral? Like, how would you describe yourself? How would someone, you want someone to describe yourself? At my funeral? I say funeral <laughs> because, like, what would you want someone to hear? Not, okay, don't think of that. But generally, like, what would you okay. want someone to say about you? Like, yeah. who, who's Darian? Um, that's a good question. Wow, that's, that's a great question. Darian is... I wasn't expecting that question. I'll let you, uh, yeah, I'll let you think about that. That's a heavy question. I already that know. That is a heavy question, yeah. I mean, Darian is a creative. Um, I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, pianist, um, and you're going to have to give me a second. Hold on. Really? Not, <laughs> Stop not, playing. No, 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 not in a heavy way, but like, I just like, it, that, it came fast. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about you. <laughs> Oh, okay. That felt like a job we interview. Just, we, we just started. He said, oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I came a little fast. Yeah, no, okay. I'm Darian Bernard. I'm a singer and artist. Um, I'm from Texas. Um, I came out here from Austin, but my hometown is technically Dallas. Um, and I've been here for two and a half years making music. And I came here for that. I came here to finally make that my full-time thing. I felt like Austin wasn't the place for me in terms of the type of music that I create. Um, so I came to LA to really find myself and really get in touch with myself and my music and where I wanted to be. Um, and I'm a dog person, if you wanna know about me. I'm a dog, I have one right here. He's not in the frame though, cause I don't want him to yeah. be. <laughs> so with like artistry so obviously you moved here to LA for that specifically to become a musician mm -hmm. so is it singer songwriter as well or like just singer performer Perform performing yeah. artist yeah okay, I do like to I love songwriting that's my that's definitely where I'm strongest as mm -hmm. an artist is songwriting um, and playing piano but definitely singer in terms of genre not singer songwriter genres yeah. I, I think I, okay, so like for like the general audience, because me, I'm not really in the field of like music, musical work or whatever, and like having that background um, in that genre specifically, and I'm assuming a lot of like the audience really doesn't have that, you know, isn't in that world. Yeah. So like if you were to break it down, how would you describe, I guess, the industry? The like, music industry? Yeah, like not necessarily the music, I mean, yeah, the music industry, but your like world in it, like... You know, like, how is it being an artist yeah. and pursuing that? I think being an artist in L.A. and, well, being an artist in general is very, it takes a lot of grit. It takes a lot of determination um, because you're not, for one, you're not getting paid to do this. Mm -hmm. um, you're not getting paid or asked to do anything. You're doing it because you want to do it. Um, and you're putting yourself out in public to be judged mm -hmm. um, for your emotions, for your work, for the things that you are, you're putting out there to be perceived. So being an artist in the music industry, I would say especially being um, independent, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of just shooting balls at the wall and throwing, throwing shots in the dark mm -hmm. um, and just trying everything um, because you never know what could work and you also never know 
um, what you're going to learn from an experience. Mm -hmm. So I think being in music as an independent artist is really just a journey of self-exploration and figuring out how to take the life that you're living and put it into your artwork. Mm -hmm. um, and in terms of more actually like being in the music industry, it's difficult for me um, because I think it's difficult for anyone who's obviously an independent artist or an artist in general, but me being black and gay <clears throat> and male in the industry and also combine that with the type of music that I make, which is pop, mm -hmm. um, there's not much representation for us. Mm -hmm. There's also not much, um, there are not many people there who want to latch onto this. Mm. And so that makes it a lot harder um, to build. It makes it a lot harder to find your footing or even people who you can relate to. Um, mm. Because I can count on one hand how many artists I know, whether personally or online, that are black and gay and pop. Mm. Mm. Um, and so that makes it hard because, you know, you come across a lot of no's, you come across a lot of people who, who see you and they want you to be a certain thing that you're not. Mm. Um, and it, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of being grounded in who you are and really standing in that with confidence and building your own stage um, because yeah no one's going to do it for you especially when you're when you're an artist like myself no one's going to do it for you so you really have to build your own stage and, no I definitely yeah. recognize that like i think i'm like relating it because like i feel like my own personal journey was like through the podcasting me podcasting and like learning i guess because I'm just doing this for myself because yeah. I enjoy like opening conversations, learning new things about people, like learning new spaces. Because as, as I said, I am not in the musical world. Like I don't even how I would even categorize it. But like with artistry in terms of like being a musician or a performer or whatnot, um, I am not in that sphere. So like conversations like this are very fun because it like lets me get to know what's happening in other yeah. realms as well as like just talking to people. I'm a I love consulting, I love talking to people and like having a conversation, but as well broadcasting that conversation for other people so they can get a feel of what's going on. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I love it. I'm really grateful to be here. Yeah. I feel like- I appreciate you being here. Honestly, <laughs> I love someone who's down. Like, yeah, it just speaks a lot for someone to be down to like get on the podcast yeah. and like, you know. It's fun. It. I mean, I really have been wanting to like hang out with more creative people. Mm -hmm. I love seeing what you've been doing. Like I said, my TikTok for you page loves you. And it, I mean, it does, so. Mm -hmm. Free promo, add me on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, like, yeah. What's the at? Tell them. Yeah, they know. They it's know. been okay. said okay. before, and I'll say it at the end, so. Okay. You know, you know, you know what it is. It's the same thing that you're listening on, but yeah, so more on, I think I want to get like into like the day-to-day -day of who you are, why people should latch on to you, obviously. Yeah. But like, yeah, what's your day-to-day? -day? What is the day-to-day -day and the day in the life of Darian Bernard? Is that day in the life, yeah, Darian Bernard. Bernard. I was uh -huh. like, hold on. I, I was going full throttle with that. I was like, I hope that's how you pronounce it. You said it right, you okay. said it right. Okay. Not many, I feel like, yeah, people can never spell my name right for some really? reason. And it's not that hard. It's not that hard. How's my name spelled in your phone? It's D-A-R-I-E-N. Okay. 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 Well, we did meet on an app, so it makes sense that you know how to spell it. We yeah. met on social media, right? Um, so I work a day job right now, um, and that takes up like the day chunk of my, of my life. So my day job, I work from home, I do that, um, that pays my bills, and mm. that's cool. And after I get off of work, uh, after I get off of day job, I 
also teach fitness classes at a gym downtown. So I'll do some cycling classes or hit or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so day in the life, I have my. I wake up super early. I wake up at like five or six a.m. most days, and I walk my dog, and then I will make breakfast and work on music or whatever it is that I have to do that I just want to work on. I like to spend the first like hour of my day just kind of doing whatever I want to do because I'm about to spend the next eight hours giving it to the man. Um, so I start my day doing what I want to do and that's usually music. That's usually making some progress on whatever I was doing last night. And then the day job, I give them my time, I give them my energy and they give me my money. And then after mm -hmm. that, I go to the gym if it's a day off, I'm just going to the gym to work out. Um, mm -hmm. If it's a day on, I'm going to the gym to teach. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still working out because it's cycling. And then after that, that's when I come home and I do my own shit. That's when my day really starts because mm -hmm. that's when I get to get home and work on music and just really like let the creative juices flow. Um, I try to also split my time during the day. So because I work from home, when there's a down period or my lunch break or something, I'll like sit there on my laptop and work on music or work on whatever it is dairy art related mm -hmm. that I can make some progress on. Um, yeah, and that's usually what my days look like. So after like after I get off work, after the gym, all that stuff, I'm usually here. Um, just like doing my adult shit, like cleaning up the apartment, eating, taking care of apartment him. Apartment is well down. Apartment, she's taking some thought. She's <laughs> taking some, it took some time to get her where she is now, mm -hmm. um, but I love her. She feels like a sanctuary. Um, and yeah, I, just, I spend my evenings trying to make as much progress as I can with my music, um, whether that be creating content, tidying up my website, getting my press release together, whatever it might be, working on a new song. Um, I always try to spend time every day working on music. Mm -hmm. um, and then the weekends, it's more of the same. Um, I still work on the weekends because my, uh, my gym job. So I, so I still teach classes there on Saturdays. And then after that's done, I do my adult shit my routine mm -hmm. and my grocery shop and all that shit. And then when I can, when I get home in the afternoon time, it's music and content until whatever party Saturday has in store for me. <laughs> and then Sundays is recovering from last night's party, going to the gym, and then making some more progress on music. Mm -hmm. And I try to keep it structured that way because I, I try to fit in my social life by like hanging out with friends or brunch or whatever on the weekends. Mm -hmm. um, but I really try to fit my music in anywhere that I can in my schedule because it's so busy um, with both of my, my, my two day jobs combined. I work about 55 hours a week. So I try to take any time that I can outside of that to mm -hmm. just put back towards the music um, and or network and make friends mm -hmm. um, and just have fun with people that I love. And like on terms of like, your music genre, what would you say that you like fit into? Yeah, very pop, 80s type of pop vibe um, with R&B influences. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you listen to Majid Jordan, do you know who they are? Mm -hmm. Majid Jordan, they've had a couple songs, they've had a song or two with Drake. Um, I feel like if you played the song, I would know. Maybe I'll play it in here, yeah. but um, yeah, like I never know names. <laughs> I'm like, I never know a name unless like they're really, really, like, you know, like yeah. something well-known or mainstream. I don't even want to say well-known because maybe they are well-known, yeah. but I don't know. They're that. pretty well. But they're one of those well-known artists that are still kind of niche. Niche or like, for some reason, underground. Mm. And I think it's because they're not super like forward with their, they're not super in your face. 
with their branding and their marketing. But so just hold on, we're going home. Oh, that's Drake. But that's them too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they're one of those. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I was um, like, wait, what? <laughs> I think. Correct me if I'm wrong. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the song that they were in with him one of them because i think they have like two songs with him i'm gonna do my research after this y'all i gotta do mine too because i'm i gotta fresh i know but anyways watch she's gonna say all this and be capping and be looking so ah! <laughs> anyways yeah so I, I would say like Maji jordan that type of sound mixed with ariana and the way that she she, she layers her vocals mm-hmm. um definitely too you seem like ariana grande ah, like, i hope that's a compliment you definitely it was. That is my, okay. I mean, depending <laughs> in what way you want it, but like, yeah. What way do I seem like her? I think outfit choice wise. Okay. You give, you can give some Ariana. Ariana. <laughs> That's Definitely. Funny. And like, yeah, like the light voice, like even the way you talk and everything, it's okay. very chill. It's very, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut them. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That's the first. Yeah. That's the first for sure. Okay. Yeah. I take that as a compliment. It's I like I like Ariana. Yeah. I love her. She's but alive. to answer your question, my vibe very pop um, with '80s and R&B influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I would if you wanted to think of an artist that could remind you of my sound, Majid Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like relating to like because I'm gonna get back on like meeting other people because you said like meeting gay black artists is kind of like you know there's not Mm -hmm. a lot of like representation like that so with meeting certain artists because obviously with the lack of it you even have to like be the type to like okay do we vibe and all that type of stuff like getting to know a person have there been any artists that you have met that you really feel like resonate with your music and you as a person not yet no so right now i'm in this Right now, I'm in a phase of my career where I'm really trying to find that. Mm. I'm really trying to find other black queer artists that I can connect with and just form genuine friendships with. Because mm. I'm not the person, I didn't, I didn't move to LA to do the networking thing. I mean, mm. like that's what LA is known for, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved here because it was the best place for the type of music that I make. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think of like the black artists, the black queer artists that I want to meet, I i would love to collaborate with them obviously mm-hmm. but like my first goal right now is just to make friends um mm-hmm. because um i don't have that right now those mm-hmm. fellow black queer artists that i can look to and be inspired by mm-hmm. and learn from and create with um but there are definitely artists that i have met here who i would love to have a friendship with who i look up to who i'm inspired by mm-hmm. who i see them doing their thing on social media and it really motivates me mm-hmm. um and so when the time is right i hope that i can definitely spark some sort of friendship with them mm-hmm. um but as of now um no as of now i have not met any black queer artists i've met but i have not formed relationships with yeah should i say yeah. i've met but i've not formed relationships with them yeah. yet. Because I think, like, someone who comes to mind that, like, really in this... I wouldn't say the same line because, like, I obviously don't know specifically what genres, like, fit and what genres. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, first comes to mind with, like, like based on, like, Instagram 
presentation-wise, I would say maybe like Bronze Avery. I knew you were going to say him. Why? Because he's one of the artists I look up to. Oh, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> he's one of the artists. Like, I've, I've, I've met him once or twice. Mm. Um, he's, he's, he, I don't know him personally, obviously, mm. but I think from what I have perceived and from the interactions that I have had from him, I think he's a sweet person. Mm -hmm. um, I reached out to him some time ago for some advice, like artist to artist. Mm. I think I asked him, like, it was around the time when I moved here. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to him. I was like, um, you know, I see you doing your thing. It really inspires me. Like, do you have any advice on like how you make a living as an artist? Like, how do you juggle like the expenses of being an artist versus like how do you make money from your art? Mm -hmm. um, or just how did you work towards making money from your creativity? Because mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to figure out. Is like um, the day job it definitely supports me, but. Um, can't wait to the day I can quit mm -hmm. um, and so I'm looking for ways that I can like put money in my bank account from my creativity mm -hmm. and so I remember reaching out to him a year and a half ish ago about that um, he was very responsive he had some really good advice to give and one thing that he really he uh, reminded me of was he was saying like the biggest piece of advice I have for you is to figure out like learn how to produce yourself learn how to do everything yourself because it's going to save you a lot of money and it's going to save you a lot of time mm -hmm. um and it was something i already knew but i was very hesitant to do because mm -hmm. like learning how to produce is a very steep learning curve mm -hmm. um but i was already on the track of like learning at that point but like hearing it from him was more of a like um it solidified that like yeah like i'm doing this and i need to keep doing this because yeah. like i see someone who i'm inspired by they're doing it and he's making his own music and he's producing and doing his own shit right now um, yeah, and it's very valuable advice and i've run into him and i've run into him a couple times here around la um he's a very nice guy so i definitely think he's someone who i'm inspired by i would love to just talk to him more in the future whatever that might be but that's a huge compliment mm -hmm. that you would mm -hmm. i remind you of him in a way yeah, yeah. literally like that's what i see because i i think i was more so into him when he was into more so photography. That's mm -hmm. when I first got engaged and then he became a musician. I was like, oh, okay, you know, mm -hmm. like I didn't see that coming. Um, but yeah, like just like the transition with that and how it's growing now, I see a lot of similarities with what you're doing and everything because everyone has their growth periods and yeah. their changes, alterations. But yeah, very much like, yeah. But I feel like with him specifically, he has a lot of friends who are also creative exactly, yeah. that I notice. I'm yes. like, oh yeah, that's a big thing. And then it another person, um, another person, like when I think of like LA creatives that like I looked up to, another one is like Josh Joji, if I believe it's Joji, like, J-O-J-Y, yeah. J-O-J-I. So like yes, photographer yeah. wise, like that era and everything with his group and everything. Actually, literally, I bought this from him. That's kind of crazy that I say it from right Jody? now. Yeah. That's cute. I, I remember I, um, because I used to get his like things on Depop. Like, mm -hmm. he had, like he used to sell clothes. I don't know if he still does it right now. But yeah, back in those days, back in the Depop days, um, used to get clothes and everything. He used to sell them for cheap and I'd be like, <laughs> yeah real quick you know got those and then he like released like these necklaces and i was like oh my god that's super cute that is cute so, yeah. it's a beat, right? mm -hmm. okay so yeah. shout out to josh joji or joe joji i don't know how to pronounce it but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i love like shout outs to the inspos and we're here in la i love that but i love that that you resonated yeah. with that because no i really do mm -hmm. 
I really do. No, he's. I feel like he's the only other. He is the only black gay pop artist that like I have to look to. Mm. Yeah, I haven't. I know there's there's Duran Bernard who is also very successful and someone to pay attention to. Wait, to I think I met. Is he the one who does contacts? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, but he's the one who's his partner died recently. I am, I I'm not like I'm not a I'm not a Duran Bernard like super fan, so I don't know a lot about him, but I know enough about him to know that like he's also someone who's kind of breaking the mold. I swear, I feel like I know that name, but it's not popping up. But anywho, you yeah, probably yeah. do, you probably no. do. But other than other than yeah, Bronze Avery, he's the only person, the only other like gay black gay boy I see mm-hmm. in LA like doing the pop thing and doing it very proudly, doing mm-hmm. it very well, and doing it you know with no shame and i love how like transparent because i remember when he went on tour and he was talking about like his experience with that yeah and how like he was like listen y'all i need you to really stream my music because that tour put me in that you know i remember like that was like okay so (laughs) so with that that's when i really got awakened like okay so you are putting your all into this and like you're Mm -hmm. doing the thing that you want to that you love Mm -hmm. that gets me in the question like have you been on tour have you like what is that going like or like promoting your like what is the dollars and putting in the motivation for that yeah those are kind of two questions but rolled into one i can answer i haven't been on tour Mm -hmm. um not there yet Mm -hmm. um i'd love to Mm -hmm. and will soon soon um but i am so but i have performed a lot so Mm -hmm. i when i moved yeah i have you on social media babe (laughs) (laughs) so i have performed a lot it was in in 2022 january 2022 was when i started performing um I had a show originally in December of the prior year, but I got COVID, of mm. course. Um, but January so 22, I sure did. Can it be me? Oh, please. <laughs> you never got it? Oh, whatever. I doubt it. I feel like we all got it at some point. Maybe just some of us didn't know. Asymptomatic. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I started performing in January 2022, and I was performing like once every other month mm-hmm. from then. And it was very happenstance. Um, like I, I knew that I wanted to perform because I've always been a performer. I always sang mm-hmm. with, I grew up, like the way I started music was, I used to um, make music with my cousins and my grandparents and my uncles and aunts in their living room when I was younger. So I was born in New Orleans. And Ooh, you yeah. were like literally all around where, because this is literally where my, my dad and his family are from, like literally tracks. Yeah. So that's so funny. Don't yeah. Know. No, I was uh, I was born there, and then Katrina happened. That's what pushed me to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I was there, um, I was always like at my grandparents' place, making music, playing instruments with my family. Um, and then I moved to Texas, and I was doing the same thing. I learned a bunch of instruments. Um, went to college, and then I joined an acapella group. Mm-hmm. And that's when I really fell in love with performing because mm-hmm. I was on stage with other singers and I had a mic in my hands and there was an audience that I was performing to. And it was a little different because it was a group, obviously, but that's when I really fell in love with performing as a vocalist. Because before then I was already performing as a pianist, but I had never gotten on stage and done the thing with my voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so moving to LA, I knew that I wanted performing to be a part of my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I booked that show January of 2022 and I just kind of kept doing it. I was like, you know, like I wasn't even doing it to build a fan base. I was yeah. just doing it because I love performing mm-hmm. and I wanted to become a better performer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I ever wanted to do with that. And so no tour, but technically a tour because I was performing every other month. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is I would say pretty pretty frequent for someone my size as an artist. Um, and all the repertoire I was performing was not out yet. Mm. Um, and that was really nice. Like honestly, I think that performing really helped me get in touch with my voice. It helped me get in touch with my, my sound. Um, because without performing, I don't even know that I would sing the way that I sing now. Mm -hmm. I don't even know that I would record or create music the way that I create. Because like, I'm on stage and I'm doing things that I'm not doing in the studio or I'm getting live audience reactions. I heard that it's like very like obviously the whole prepping or like working out your muscle and all that type of yeah. stuff and like as well as like the breath work with being yeah. on stage versus yeah. like in the studio. Yeah. So, yeah. And I will say also the acapella combined with being a cycling instructor really strengthened my live performance because like acapella I had to learn how to be in tune all the time because like you're singing with 12 other people mm -hmm. so like if you're if any one person out of tune it's gonna mess with the whole sound mm -hmm. um, so I had to learn how to really like be in tune all the time from acapella I had to learn how to like blend my voice to match whatever sound is complementing it mm -hmm. like acapella was so so beneficial for live performing and then also cycling because i'm teaching a class for 45 minutes an mm -hmm. hour and i'm yelling and i'm talking and i'm instructing and coaching mm -hmm. while i'm also moving mm -hmm. and so that really helped with like the stamina mm -hmm. um but in terms of your question about the budget the money put into performing um not as much as it would be on a tour for sure mm. but i have a band um and so i have to pay my band members mm -hmm. um whatever x amount of dollars that might be per show um and luckily for me i found myself in a really fortunate situation where my band members are not with me because i'm paying them they're mm. with me because they love my music mm. um it was a very organic way of meeting mm. them honestly like my first it was my first show like that January, um, my guitarist, he was the guitarist for the artist before me. Mm -hmm. And he was playing and they had like this wonderful set. And I was watching and I was completely enamored. I was like, oh my God, like this dude, like he's such a good guitarist, the way he plays, like it's just everything. Mm -hmm. And there's something about guitar, like I just love, I love mm -hmm. guitar. Um, and so I was like, but like, he's so good that he's probably like way out of my price range right now. So like, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna just like, <laughs> I'm gonna appreciate, right? Yeah. And so I got up on stage, and then it was the same thing. Like after I got off the of stage, he was the first person to come up to me, and he was like, "I love your music, and like you are the type of artist that I have been wanting to play with my entire career." Oh, shut up! No, for real. And I, when, <laughs> when he said that to me, I was like, oh, "Like fangirl." I was like, because like no, like when you were performing, I was like completely, I was enamored. I was like, I, I love, I love the way it's he plays. Fate. It was fate. It was fate. Mm. And so, but even then, I was like he might be a little out of my price range. So I was like, yeah, let's connect, but like, let's reconnect when it's time, yeah. right? And so then I had another <laughs> show. Like I said, I was performing pretty frequently. So I had another show like the next month and um, he just showed up. Like I did not invite him. I had just posted it on my Instagram a couple times and I was performing, performing, and I see him in the audience and I get off stage and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, you know, I'm Michael, do you remember me? And I'm like, of course I remember you. Like I was in love with you, mm -hmm. the way you perform. Um, he was like, yeah, again, like, I really want to play for you. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know how we can make it work, but I really want to work with you. Mm -hmm. And so at that point on, I was like, you know what? Like, this, this guy is showing genuine interest in my artwork um, and not the money. Mm -hmm. And um, so we started working together. And so I say that because I still pay the guy. Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm not a person who, like, you work with me, you're going to get 
you're, I'm going to show you that you're valuable. Mm -hmm. So I pay him whatever he asks me to pay him, uh, whenever he needs it to be paid, after every show, after every rehearsal, he gets paid. But mm -hmm. he's not there for the money. Because um, he makes a lot more money touring for other artists that he works for. Mm -hmm. um, and then my drummer, it was the same thing. Um, I met him. He's a friend of a friend. He came to a show, and he was like, do you need a drummer? Like, mm -hmm. I love your music, and I'd love to play for you. Mm -hmm. And it was the same thing. Um, so the both of them, to answer your question with the money, um, I would say, if we're being really transparent, every show that I have, I probably pay the each of them, the both of them, between, I don't know how transparent I should be with pricing, because I'm so small. You don't have don't, to, yeah, like, I don't, I don't want, Whatever you're comfortable yeah, I was like, with. I don't, want, I don't want other guitarists or drummers to feel like yeah. they're being slighted, or mm -hmm. I don't want like my people are being slighted mm -hmm. but I pay them what they ask me I'll yeah, say that exactly. I'll, pay, I'll pay them there what they go. ask me to pay them um, <laughs> and there's no questions asked about that and um, yeah I, I love working with them but in terms of costs of touring it's usually just whatever I have to pay the band um, I'll throw a number out there that usually averages up to up to $500 I don't think I've ever had to pay more than like $500 to my band mm -hmm. um, and then for the equipment I mean that is whatever I have to pay for the equipment like my mic my guitarist cymbals if he needs cymbals rented mm -hmm. equipment um, you know food or whatever but other than that um, performing is less a money thing and more a promoting thing mm -hmm. like more getting people to buy the tickets getting people to come to the show getting people to share it with their friends mm -hmm. um, that's the hard part but when I start touring that'll obviously be a lot more coming out of my pocket mm -hmm. um, yeah. So with like, because obviously you said with like, because everything is really networking. It is not like, even though you don't want to be intentional with it or you don't want to be like, you know, that slight type of person, but like make finding your people and finding your space is very important because it's all around building a team and who's around you. Like, as they say, it takes a village. So with that, have you, obviously you haven't found many other black queer artists who like fall in your like niche or category mm -hmm. um, with like being I guess musically, but have you found other people to like, I guess, help with the promotion and like, like, you know, word of mouth, yeah. basically marketing, like, as in like, are you, do you have a group, uh, you know, I feel like I'm <laughs> rambling, but generally, do you have um, a circle. What's your circle? What's your background? What's your place? Yeah, I'm still finding my circle. Um, mm. I'm still trying to find my creative posse. Mm. Um, See, that's like me. I'm about to drop names. I'm about to be like, here you go. Here's <laughs> this, this, that. I love to share. I'm like, get in yeah. contact with them. No, yeah, I'm definitely trying to find my creative posse right now still because I haven't found that here yet. Mm. Um, and I think it's just because my first two and a half years, I spent a lot of time, like, I, I moved here with no friends, but I was very lucky to have one person that I knew when mm -hmm. I moved here. Mm -hmm. And that person introduced me to um, a lot of the friends that I know now. And those friends are great people, mm -hmm. um, but most of them, 99% of them are not creatives. Mm -hmm. um, they're not building something like what I'm building. Mm -hmm. And so I'm you still need looking- to find people in your center and they kind of, understand it a lot more as yeah. well because like yeah. they understand like the energy the work that you put exactly. into it and all that type of stuff exactly mm -hmm. yeah so i'm still looking for that um but my circle i mean i do have a manager um mm -hmm. he's a friend of mine who he's very passionate about artist management he's also just very passionate about like me quitting his day job so he can work 
in music full time. Mm. So um, we love that. That always yeah. gets the passion going. Like, it does. Yeah. Yeah. So he's very not. He's just right now the way that we're working because I'm still growing. Um, mm. So right now he's doing a lot of like supporting me mentally mm-hmm. and also like looking for opportunities for my songs like sync opportunities or playlist placements anything that we can do to get another step forward um and then when shit starts really rolling more he'll definitely be more he'll have more work on his plate mm-hmm. um but other than him in terms of my circle and who's helping me out with it i do have friends who are producers and creatives mm-hmm. um i have one friend who he and i have very he's a producer and I have very good creative chemistry. Um, every time I send him a song, I know he's gonna send back a demo that's better than what I sent him. Mm. Um, he just knows what See, I, I like. love that. That's yeah. like having a team. That's like, I, when I tell you, like once you have those people who are like creatives as well, and like they do things that you wouldn't even think of, it's like, oh my God, things just fit so well and you guys bounce off of each other. Yeah. It is so great. It is. It is so great. And I'm still, even with him, I'm still trying to, we're still trying to tap into that more mm-hmm. because like both of us are working day jobs right yeah. now that are draining us. And so he and I, whenever we get together, it's definitely just like, a, let's just like let all that creative energy out. Mm-hmm. Like we both been working these day jobs. Like let's just like make something really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's someone that I work with very closely, but for the most part, I do it all myself. Um, I produce everything, I mix everything, I write everything. Um, and when you say produce, because people don't know what production is, like, what do you mean by you produce, like, get into it, what do you mean when you say, like, what is the... Yeah, you know, that's the nitty gritty. You know, it's not a meme of her, like... Yeah. Switching between you maybe don't know it. But producing is Okay. He's like, no, I don't know, but sure. Um producing is like the the creation of the sound. So like the the creation of all the instruments, uh the bass, the synths, the drums, all that oh. shit that like makes the song. Mm-hmm. Everything other than the vocals is what production is. Mm-hmm. And then uh the mixing is just making sure that all of that sounds good together so mm-hmm. you want to make sure the bass is not too loud that guitar right there is not like sticking out more than it needs to be mm-hmm. that's what mixing is make sure that the levels are good everything mm-hmm. is blending together um oh, mas- so you know a lot of audio work it's that's the audio work hearing. it's the audio work uh-huh. yeah and then mastering is just making sure that's like loud enough for streaming for radio pretty mm-hmm. much um yeah does that answer your question yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so that's fun because i never really knew knew like I think everyone uses like a base word for mm-hmm. things, and you're just like, okay, you know? <laughs> but like, what is it? You know? Yeah, no. Production is that that creation of the sound. So yeah. like Any everything that you hear other than the vocals, that's what production is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. Because I think we all want to hear something. <laughs> <laughs> you're. <laughs> I'm like, what is he gonna put me on? Yeah, about? I love to <laughs> promote. Like, you know, like this can be your brand new audience. Aww. This is what we're here for. Let's chat with Carter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Say it like that. But yeah, like if you would give us, because obviously I'm gonna have my little video B roll and everything. But like, if you can give us a taste of what we are talking about yeah what are we talking about music yeah yeah i'm working on this new song right now it's called final call and i'm gonna be putting out next month i haven't i have set a date october 27th um i haven't set a date for the music video yet 
because that's what I'm currently working on. But October 27th, mm -hmm. final call. It's about being ghosted by someone. It's about being in a situationship. Oh, period. Yeah. It's about being in a situationship that was not complicated at first, but became complicated and it didn't need to be. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just talking about like how I feel about like, damn, this could have been so simple and fun and ended up not being. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up getting ghosted. Um, but oh, I'm so also, this is a story time. Oh, it's not story time, but this, the song is a story time. But it's it's about that. It's about no, like, yeah, it's a personal story. It's a personal story. Yeah, the song is a personal story. Yeah, and but it's also not like a oh woe is me story. It's okay. like a I got ghosted, but also like I'm taking my power and like I'm not gonna I'm not the person who's gonna come back. Like mm -hmm. you don't respond to my calls or my texts. Like that's fine. I'm not gonna beg. I'm not gonna grovel. Like I'm gonna take it and run with it. Um, that's why it's called final call because like mm -hmm. that last text message that I sent you, that's the last one you're gonna get from me. Um, and that's that's what that song is about. And yeah. so I feel very proud of that song because uh, in the past, in the past, I've always been a very like give people the benefit of the doubt person and like just like hang on to shit. And like for once in my life, I'm like I'm not hanging on to anything that's not for me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny because like with this song, I didn't, I didn't go into it with the intention of writing about that experience. It was like. When it happened, I was just feeling very like frustrated around the situation. Mm. But also I was like, I don't want to talk to anybody about it. I was like, I don't want to talk to my friends about it right now. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk. I don't tell anybody what happened right now. I just want to put this feeling into song. Um, and I did. And it just came into that. It came into this like self-empowerment of like, yeah, like you hurt me, um, but like, you're not going to get any more of me. Mm. Um, and what we had was cute and fun and sweet while we had it, but mm. like, Right now, um, it's not there anymore. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so that's October 27th, final call. I'm really excited to put that out. Um, and after that, it's just a bunch more shit that I'm so excited to put out. Mm, yeah, that's fun. I love a little promo. <laughs> sounds good. That sounds great, actually. So I'm actually, okay. So this is, you know, my nitpickiness and everything of what I have noticed. Because after talking to you, I don't think I've like, we briefly conversated and everything, but like getting a feel of your vibe and something that like has came to mind, I would say like giving stories about like what your songs mean to you more on social media would help connect yes. a lot more. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, because that's something I know. It's like now I'm like, oh, okay, I can't wait. Like yeah. personally, so I feel like that's a little hang. That's so funny you say that, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out the balance between that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, being, the way that I write a lot of my songs, it's like I'm journaling. Like I said, like that night, like when I wrote that mm -hmm. song, I wrote it in one night. Mm -hmm. And I was not, like, my intention wasn't to sit down and write about that song. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I'm going to sit down and write about how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. or, I don't want to write about that guy. It was like, mm -hmm. I'm just going to write about how I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I am still trying to figure out like that balance of like being vulnerable online as an artist oh. because it's like you have to keep in mind like these are not just songs these are my feelings and my emotions mm -hmm. and also like if you're the topic of my song you're gonna hear it 
And so it's like, it's a little strange. <laughs> I mean, we're not name dropping, are we? We're not name dropping, no. But it's yeah. like, it's, it's a little strange. Like when a song is a... I get I would you. like to believe, I don't know because I've never had a song written about me. <laughs> but I would like to believe that if a song is written about you, especially in a situation as particular as this one, you might know that it's about you yeah. when you see the lyrics. Yeah. And so I think I'm still like... Oh, you care. I, I not that I care, but I'm still getting comfortable with not caring. Like, when I post about this song on social media, it's like, okay, well, yeah, this person's definitely going to see it, mm-hmm. and they will probably put two and two together and know mm-hmm. that it's about them. Um, <laughs> y'all, y'all have been here in the podcast and have heard me talk about so many dudes, so it's funny <laughs> <laughs> because they've listened to it, and yeah. I got flack, and I was just like, yeah, listen, I didn't, na- I didn't drop your name, they so didn't you're name drop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm never going to name drop, and I also, like, it's not a. I'm not writing the song or putting it out for that person. Yeah. Like I'm writing yeah. it for me and I'm putting it out for me and I'm not putting it on social media to make a statement. Mm-hmm. I'm putting it on social media because that is my social media. But it's for my music. The girls love to feel. Yeah, but that's a really good point you make. I am trying to. I do need to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. on social media with like the story behind my songs because mm-hmm. I think sometimes I'm a little afraid to be because I'm like, oh, like. It feels like I'm kind of getting online and spilling my heart out, but also, like, I kind of have to because people connect yeah. with that. Um, I need to connect with you. This yeah. artistry, I'm like, I need to be with you. Yeah. So, like, we know you. I'm working on that. Yeah. Thank you for that because that's such a good point you make. Mm-hmm. That's a really good point. See, me helping the people as we out here. Savior <laughs> Complex, down! I'm just kidding. Uh, no, but I just love to give, like, tidbits, things that I notice, yeah. and, like, as was like that's what I feel like that has happened through this podcast the most that I've noticed is that like people give like their advice yeah. like things that they notice I'm just like oh my god like you know yeah. oh like it's, it's helpful yeah so definitely those moments but if you're willing I'm willing you're willing are you sure yeah. you're willing okay. whatever it is do you want to give us a little vocals. <laughs> Girl, you said I'm willing, and then he was like, <laughs> "That's not what I thought you were gonna ask." Yeah. What kind of vocals? What kind of anything. vocals? Anything. Give us a taste on the spot. Cause yeah, like if anything, you can no give track, a little. No, you nothing. can give a little. Mm-hmm. Mm, what do I want to uh, sing? Uh, 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 I'll sing the chorus of my new song. Okay. How about that? Oh uh, yes, yeah, we get how a, about that. Yeah, that's cute. cute. How about that? Oh, how is it? What's the key? What if it's just a crush? What if it wasn't love? I know we got your heart. I promise I need no more. Won't bother keeping up if you ain't picking up. You'll only get me <laughs> once, <laughs> cause it's my final call. Oh, final call. not the ending. It's my f- okay. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, you only get even. me once because it's my final call. Yeah, yeah. I love. We don't that. do second chances. First heard. First, <laughs> wait, no. But did you post it on what was it that? Did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So no, because I saw a comment. They're like, "Oh, we're getting a sad boy." I know. Again. Someone was like, "We're not sad boy." I'm not sad. I saw that. I was like, "I'm but not it sad." It was giving sad boy. It's giving it was sad giving boy. against yeah. the car. Ah. <laughs> Listen, yeah, also, I'm, I'm like, I, I'm, yeah, I'm working on like separating that because like, I recognize the song is kind of sad boy vibes, but I'm not sad about the situation. Yeah. I'm so not sad about it. I yeah. was like, the situation is what it is. It was very beautiful when it was fun. But some people love sad music. They love, like, but they love that exactly. Yeah. It's like I'll lean into that. It's like yeah. if, like, if you are getting sad boy from this, I'll give you sad boy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fine. No, yeah. no, yeah. it's sad boy vibes. Sad boy vibes with like. 
an upbeat feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to see it. <laughs> so in order for you to see it, we're going to drop the socials. Socials. Darian Bernard, like the dog. <laughs> D-A-R-I-E-N Bernard, like the dog. St. Bernard. That's everything. No, but I'm just laughing at that comparison. I was like, <laughs> wait, hold on. Because I completely forgot that a Bernard, like, you know, St. Bernard yeah. is a dog. And I was like, why do you just compare yeah. himself to a dog? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the easiest way because I, yeah. one of my biggest pet peeves is people spelling my name wrong. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whatever I can give to you to help you not spell my name wrong is like, no. whatever I can give to you. So, help you out. Yeah, D A R I E N. Bernard like the dog. And obviously, you can check him out on, on my socials at Let's Chat with Carter. We are now on not just Spotify. Hold on. We are on Amazon Music. Since we're on Apple Music as well, everyone has been raving on me. Like, you need to li- release. I didn't know how many girlsies had Apple Music. Uh, so many people I did not it. know that people use Apple Music with the program. like that. Exactly. Well, but, honestly, Apple Music pays artists more, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. See, it's a bit from an artist. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can check me out on those to stream the podcast. But other than that, Instagram, TikTok, threads, soon coming YouTube. Actually, I'm actually really getting to like together. I've been saying it for a, a long, long time. But by October, Bet on it. Bet on it. <laughs> That's I, literally, one. no, because as I release this episode, you'll see the YouTube. It'll be on YouTube and on podcast as Dang. well as on the socials. Yeah, Period. I love that. We're getting it all together. It's kind of crazy. We do. Yeah, but yeah, that is that. As always, everyone, this has been Let's Chat with Carter. Anything? Any last minute words you want to say? Thank you for having me. Thanks. Thank you for coming to my humble abode. Thank you for having us and sharing your story on Let's Chat with Carter. As always, guys, stay purposely you. Bye.